This is Austin, Danny, and Will. Powered through 88.1 The Berg Studios. On demand on 88.1 The Berg SoundCloud. Now, here's Austin Lane, Danny DeBach, and Will Ortner. Ah, yes, it's your favorite time every single week, the Austin, Danny, and Will show, and we're back. I'm back after a little bit of a hiatus last week Woo! on the west side, Snowmageddon, over on the west side. <laughs> you over got there. trapped. I got trapped. You the know, Yetis I, had to dig you out. <laughs> I live with my grandparents when I go home, and I was actually on top of a hill, so more elevation, more snow. Jeez. My car was basically buried, and I had to shovel for about an hour just to get out of my parking spot near my house. Yeah, I mean, at least no one took it. Hey, I've never been more glad to be back in Ellensburg, and that's saying something because it's snowing and it's icy here. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. Danny's got a tank on, yeah, so I know. It's obviously it's not that. In this world, yeah, I'm right. the one most dressed up right now, so obviously I'm the wuss. In a hoodie and sweats, that's an Austin Lane type of an attire. I know, but you're that dressed is. all nice. Look at you. You got, nice you got you got the collar. My, my high school alumni. Little golf shirt. Okay, okay. Little self plug. I see you. I'm just trying to feel like it's summer, even though it's, it's not cold outside. You know, just like counter the weather inside my head. Because if it's warm inside my head, then who cares? You know? Fake it till you make it, bro. Yeah. And speaking of your outfit, well, yes, you look warm today, but a little too you're, warm. You're a football player. Do you wish that football was a winter sport? Heck no. You Not in you here. You wouldn't want to play this Dude, snow? like if I would if I was like in LA because I wouldn't want to play in a hundred degree heat like down in Azusa. No thank you. But like here in Ellensburg, it's perfect where it's at. Because yeah. I don't want to be playing in a foot of snow or getting games canceled. That's no fun. Like let's play in the fall. Yeah, it's fine. because you know, you have like the AAF that just started up. Yes. Apparently it's gonna go, you know, winter time, basically. Even though it's already February. So they'll play into when it starts to get warmer. But I'm just thinking, like, if they had a team in Seattle for the AAF, it would be snowing, like, every game the first half of the season. Yeah, but it, it here's the thing. It's set up to where everything is down south for the most part. I think That's your farthest realized, north yeah. team is U- the team in Utah, right? Utah, yeah, Salt Lake Right? So your farther south, it's something you don't have to worry about. You got a lot of people in domes. I wouldn't freak out about it. I'd play in that league. That league looks fun as all heck, dude. You got people getting actually smacked. You have everyone's mic'd up, so you get to hear everything. That league, that league is so cool, and they pay good money. Year seventy yeah. k starting, and then it goes. It's like year two eighty, and then year three, it's like hundred k. That's awesome. Yeah, as a football fan myself, this league is like perfect for me. It caters right to me because I love football and I love baseball. Not that big of a fan of basketball, and so right now it's in that in between time. Yep. Baseball hasn't started yet. NFL football just got done. I need something to watch on Sundays, man. And AAF was my go-to last week. And 100%. And the first question we have for the podcast today is, has the AAF been a success or a failure? And in my mind, it has been a complete success. To me, we've watched NFL football, but the caliber level is just not that much. The games are are low-scoring, which to me, as someone who loves high-scoring games— Keep in mind, earlier in the NFL season, we had a game that was 54-51. to 51. That was a field day to watch in my eyes. And to see these games with low-scoring outcomes, they don't quite appeal to me as much well, as a fan that loves high scoring. It's, it's just bad quarterback play. 
when you watch week one, it's clear to me none of these quarterbacks are comfortable yet. And you have to remember that a lot of these teams have only been together a couple months. So it's going to get better. You have A-list coaches. you got Spurrier, Riley, uh, the San Diego guy is a big name. Of course I forget. Um, but anyways, you have big name guys. You have good, solid D1 level, uh, NFL practice squad level quarterbacks that are trying to make it back. You know, shoot, you have a number one overall pick in the league at quarterback out there right now with Jamarcus Russell. So it will get better, It's, but it is what you pay for. It's the AAA of football. So it's not going to be great outstanding play, but you're going to see good solid play. And the longer the season goes on, the better the offenses will get. Yeah, and let's not forget early stages of the NFL, it was the same thing. It was a lot of low scoring you know, those average scoring per game was so low for so long in the NFL. And I'm not saying that, you know, football in uh, as in general hasn't um, come far enough to start having higher scoring games in lower ability playing teams. But with that being said, like Will said, it does take some time for teams to mesh together. He's a football player. He would know. You got to gel. Yeah, you got to gel before you can start putting up, you know, 30, 40 points a game. Here's my question. What's the ceiling for this league as a whole? Because after this first week, you guys believe that it's it's been a great success thus far. How how high can this really go? Well, I, I, I can see the ceiling being the same ceiling that minor league baseball has. You will have a certain set of people devoted to this league that are will only watch this league. I think of my dad as, as an example because my dad is still in protest mode of the NFL because of the officiating, the suspensions, the concussions, all that type of stuff. And I think my dad is someone who can relate to a lot of sports fans in this country that will go to the AAF if they don't necessarily like watching NFL. Yes, that's a small majority of people, but how many people do you know that like watching the Rainiers over the Mariners? Maybe for the next couple seasons, (laughs) but for their whole life, there's only a couple people out there who enjoy AAA baseball more than major leagues. Yeah, well, and here's what I see when I look at this. In the first week, it's brand new. No one's really like everyone's heard about it. This no week one's was seen like a it. test week, so they want to see it. Yes, yeah. all the games are on CBS. It's easy to get to them. Where I'll judge how successful the league is is weeks four, five, six. When you're kind of in the middle, once CBS, because CBS doesn't cover every game this way, the games kind of become a little harder to find. It's going to be more on like CBSSN or on NFL Network. So the numbers are going to go down to a degree. But at the same time, I judge it being successful on are you able to borderline compete with NCAA basketball at this time or regular season NBA basketball? You're not going to win every time. Like they won this last week. They got like a 2-1 and NBA got like a 2-0. That's not going to happen next week. I'd be shocked if it happened this week. But – if you can be, if the NBA is at a 2-0 and you're at a 1-5, that's a success to me. Yeah, That's what's most important. And also getting guys into the actual NFL. Because if you can get guys into the NFL, it proves that your league can do something. And it's more likely now that guys, instead of going to Canada, will come into the AFL. Yeah. They'll take the money. It's, a, it's about the same starting salary as CFL, but like the higher end isn't where it. Uh, would be, but that's where you judge success. Are guys going to your league instead of the XFL and CFL? Yeah, and that's exactly how I feel. You look at college football, you don't really say like, oh, it's the AAA 
of the NFL because you're going to have these leagues starting to develop like the AAF, the XFL, and a couple others, I think. And so what I can see people um, going to the AAF for now too as well is watching their favorite players in college football and they might not be good enough for the NFL and they want to follow their journey in the AAF. I know personally I'm a University of Washington football fan and I get to watch the AAF. I get to see Keith Price, Bishop Sankey, yeah. and even a couple other guys in the Pac-12. I know there's some a uh, couple Oregon players, USC players in the AAF, and so it's fun for me to watch. I think a lot of fans will be able to relate that way as well. Personally, for me, I have enjoyed watching the Canadian Football League outside of the NFL because that was my go-to form of football outside of the NFL. But now that we have the AAF coming into the picture, here's what's here's what why the AAF is better than the CFL. I cannot believe I'm saying this considering how devoted I have been to the Canadian Football League. It is because in the AAF, the rules are very similar to that of the NFL. And mm-hmm. in the Canadian Football League, you kick the ball into the end zone in whatever form, way, shape, or form, it's one point if the other team doesn't <laughs> bring the ball out. Yeah. And with those r- different rule changes in the CFL compared to the NFL, players that are trying to make it big in in the pros, they're going to go to the AAF instead because that's what's going to make them into a better football player for the NFL. Yeah, and having those same rules but also having a little more clarity than the NFL. For example, what they've been doing in the AAF where you can hear and listen in to the yeah. officiating, talking about the play. Um, you can hear the head official up yep. in the booth going over an instant replay review. That are That is just a microcosm of what – Fans of the NFL are still kind of like, hey, NFL, get your stuff together. You need to do stuff like the AAF. I mean, they're leading the way on, on on a couple things. Sure, they might not have the player talent, but they're running the league exactly how it should be ran at this point. Well, and to expand on your part, I played against guys in this league. There are two guys in Terrell Watson and Jaquan Gardner that I personally played against. And so for me, I'm going to go out and I'm going to watch a lot of these San Diego games because it's like, hey, that's a dude in the same league as me. That's a dude I saw four times over my career, you know, two times a year. And it's like, I want them to do well because, hey, maybe that makes it easier for Riley Hennessy to not be in Italy and come back and play in the AAF. Maybe it makes it easier for James Moore and Tyler Hasty and Chase DeMore to get a scholar, or to get a signed-on spot. So, to me... I think this league is awesome. I think the XFL is awesome, and I hope they're able to find the money to stay around and they can find some staying power because it makes it it makes it makes easier for more people to get jobs, and darn it, if that just doesn't help the economy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's look at some NBA basketball. Portland Trailblazers destroying the Warriors uh, the other night. What does this mean for the NBA, and are the Warriors the pretenders of the NBA? Uh, No, it means nothing. But Portland blew them out. Don't care. Uh, it doesn't mean a thing, like at all. <laughs> I've been saying this from the beginning of the season. And you're wrong. <laughs> the Warriors are finally going to fall off their high horse. No. Yes. No. They have five all-stars on their team. You dude. have seen no! flashes of horrible team play from the Warriors Because they don't care. And it's been constant. Unlike other years where they've maybe had a couple games where they were bad, they would go on like a 20-game win streak after that. It's been a constant, like... And they're still going to win the West. They're like in second, right? If they're not in first? They're in first. They're in first. We're so, they're we're still so going to win. Used, we're so used to the dominating Warriors of the past five years. Because they know that all they have to do is get 
Them Home getting court second advantage. in the conference is falling off their high horse. They got second last year, and they won the whole thing. They're still the best team in the league, and they got better with Boogie. No. Yes. No. They are great. They're f- We're putting a bet on this. Their first seven, <laughs> playoff time. Their first seven guys, bro, are th- insane. You could have them dress up as the all-star team, and I might pick individual them. talent a team has, if they can't have team chemistry, which they obviously don't this year, then you're not a good NBA team. They're just fine. They pass the ball. They're going to be great. Steph will do his thing. KD will do his thing. Draymond will yell at someone to make them miss a shot. Klay Thompson will get real streaky for like three games in a series. No. He'll hit a bunch of threes. They're going to be fine. This Boogie team. will swat someone, dunk it. Steve Kerr might go fight someone. I'd love to see Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr should have went and fought Terry this Stotts. This team has too many hotheads in Draymond, Boogie, oh, they'll Kevin be Durant. Fine. Kevin Durant. And then outside of their hotheads, they have the opposite of what you would call a team leader. Steph Curry is not going to keep the Steph team together. Steph Curry is a leader, dog. Steph Curry does not mend Bro. the wounds that Draymond Green and blasphemy. Kevin Durant create. Stephen A. Blasphemy. God, no. No. dude, he's a leader. No. He took less money for all these guys to get here. He's great. When you he have, changed the game. When you have the Nuggets, the Thunder, the Trailblazers, and how the Rockets have recovered from the beginning of the season, I would be scared. No. I would be scared in the playoffs. I wouldn't even think it. The if only the person season ended today, they'd have to play the Clippers. Yes, they'd probably win. And then they'd have to play the winner of the Trailblazers Rockets series. If the season Not at today, all worried about it. They will lose that series. No, they will if it not. Came down to that, they would the lose that The only person that I'm scared of if I'm Golden State is LeBron because he's the greatest player to ever touch the hardwood. And his team is young and hot garbage, bro. Like, yeah, I said, yeah. I just realized what I said. <laughs> but I'm just saying, they'll be just fine. They're going to win it all, bro. They're even going to beat my man, Brad Stevens. Dude. Do you know how much that pains me to say they're going to beat my man, Brad Stevens? They're going to mollywop him. They're going to be fine. You run into a team that has good offense for four out of seven games, they're done. They no give way. up 129 to the Trailblazers. Because they don't care. They're going into the All-Star break. <laughs> they don't care? Oh, my Yeah, they're gosh. setting up their... It's a regular season game. They're setting up their weekend. They almost lost to the Heat. I'm looking at their past games. Bro, they the Blazers lost to the Heat. They almost lost to the, the Heat. NBA this is season do- regular season does not matter. The Warriors are done. No, they're not. It and that's coming matter. from a guy who has said for the past five years that the Warriors are the best team in the NBA. I know. They still are. I know when a great team is falling apart. No. I can see it. Not this year. They're going to win one more this year, depending on who leaves. Maybe. Maybe. If Clay actually leaves and if KD actually leaves, then yeah, maybe you're right. But not yet. Austin, I've been on your side for so long. The Warriors are done. But I've seen the light. That's right, baby. Their last 10 games, the Warriors are 9-1. and one. That's right, That's baby. That's winning basketball. They're in first place in the Western Conference, and nobody is going to touch them. Sorry, Will. You're wrong. LeBron can't even touch the Warriors because they are too good. The Lakers are so bad, they're going to miss the playoffs entirely as a whole. That's uh, why the Golden the- State Warriors are the best team in basketball, hands down. Not even a discussion. It's not even a debate. The Warriors are the best team in basketball and they are going to win a championship. Mark my words, cross my T's, and dot my I's. Warriors are 1-2 and two against the Trailblazers this year. So? And if they go... The Blazers swept they go, OKC last year. If they year. go 3-4 and four against them, then they're out of the playoffs. 
and I was right. They're not gonna lose the we'll Blazers. The Blazers. We'll I'm a Blazer fan. Remember Christmas? I'm a Blazer fan. You remember Christmas Day? What happened to the Warriors on Christmas Day? One twenty-seven. You think I watched basketball on Christmas 127 Day? One twenty-seven to one hundred and one Lakers. So yes, LeBron oh. can beat the Warriors. No, no. Look at Christmas no. Day. He's the best player in the world. He's the only one who would even have me a little scared. He didn't even have that good of a game. Seventeen. Points. He got hurt in that they game. Gave actually, up nineteen to Kuzma, eighteen to Zubak, Ingram had fourteen. I did. Hart had twelve. Rondo had fifteen. Lance Stevenson had eleven. This team has no defense. It's a regular season game. Christmas Day. That is more than a regular season They're game. Fine, bro. Christmas Day is the most important day in NBA's regular season. Well, it's their most paid. Maybe day. other than your last game of the season. It's their most paid day, dude. When I here's the thing, bro. It's the NBA. It does not matter until the playoffs. All you have Thank to do you. is That's get there. That's what I'm saying. All you have to do is get there. And they know how to get there. They're going to get there in first. Everyone's going to have to go into Oracle for four games if you're going to want to beat them. And I just don't see that happening. They are the best team in the world for a reason. They've been the best team for four or three of the last four years, if I'm correct. If they're the best team. Why do they, they are have, the best team? Why do they have the second best record in the NBA? Who's ahead of Morano? The Bucks. Bucks. Oh, get out of here! Forty-three and four. Get out of here! What? The Buck, bro. The Bucks are built just like the Blazers were last year. They're gonna. Oh my God. No. They. Dude, no. they're gonna lose. The Bucks are gonna lose the minute they run into Toronto, or Boston. So what's gonna happen? Who we'll name me another we'll player on the Bucks aside from Giannis? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> they are built on Giannis, and Giannis is having an MVP caliber year, 100%. But, like, dude, it's the regular season. No one cares. Well, Giannis isn't the only reason. They have only 14 Can losses. Can you name me another reason why they only have 14 losses? No, but it's obvious that <laughs> a, a one player can't get you to 43 and 14. That's where you're is. wrong, though. The NBA, you can. LeBron's proven it. LeBron won with Cirque players out there a couple years ago. Who? <laughs> LeBron did on Miami or Cleveland. Cleveland. Kyrie Irving. Oh yeah, you know you had so Kyrie. It was Kyrie LeBron Irving James. Out in the Cirque. LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and Cirque players. You're telling me Kevin Love is better than some people in the Cirque? I've seen Malcolm yes. Cole sh- dude. I've seen Malcolm Cole shoot better than Kevin Love. Good lord! If Kevin Love came to our Cirque and worked out in our gym. He would be like mobbed by everyone here. You don't see. That I don't think he would. Anyone here? I don't. Here's Come the thing. On. No, like, okay. Obviously, I'm being hyperbolic. <laughs> like, obviously, he's better. But do you understand what I'm saying? Like, no. That team wasn't you, good. You just said Kevin Love is worse than some players that work out on our circuit. I don't understand what you're saying. It's a joke. We're at a Division Two school. It's a I joke. don't understand you. It's a joke. We're moving on. Oh, my goodness. This is why I can't talk to, about the NBA with you guys. All right. Let's talk about CW Sports oh. since that's apparently where they were, where Will wants to go yes. talk. Uh, men's basketball. Catch the fever. Men's basketball playing Fairbanks last night. Greg Sparling's return to Ellensburg. They got the dub after a six-game losing streak. I was at that game, and it really wasn't a fun game to watch. I'll be honest. We were – it was a lot of assists and – no size on the court for either team. That was a special game, actually. Yeah. Do you I know mean, why it was a special game? Not for Spar, actually. Uh-oh. For uh-oh. one of us in this room. Really? Yeah. Someone made their color commentary oh, debut. Oh, boy. 
didn't you? Woohoo, Danny! Danny the Bach. Was an honor. It was an honor. It was it was great to be alongside my main man Gage McHenry, and he did a great job doing the play by play, and it was it was a good time. It was a good time. But there was one one component of the game that really caught my attention. How about that dunk last night by Glover? I he know. Absolutely threw down that ball, threw that basket, showing nasty. the uttermost yeah. disrespect to that hoop. Yeah, and we got to find a way to get this on our social media. I'll, I'll find a way to pull the video, but inbounded under the basket, one-handed alley-oop slam, and he was in the air so long, he did a Mr. Miyagi in the air and then slammed it. Wax on, wax off. Yeah, he, wow. he did a wax on slam. And I just, I kind of, I was there with uh, my uh, cameraman, Sean Quinn, for my live updates. Show and, and he wasn't looking. And I just grabbed his arm. And everyone, like, kind of froze and just, like, wide-eyed. And he, he didn't see it. He was like, what happened? Did they Whoa. swat him? Did they swat him? I was like, no, they didn't. Sean doesn't <laughs> really understand basketball. <laughs> He's more of a soccer guy. Well, I mean, at least, at least he thought, like, because of the crowd reaction that maybe we swatted the crap out of someone, you know? No, for sure. It was interesting to me. It seemed almost like from my vantage point back here that the crowd wanted not like obviously we want our cats to win, but it seemed to a degree like they wanted it to be close for Spar's sake. Yeah. So when that dunk happened, I felt like a lot of Central and Ellensburg people cheered. They were happy for him. Like it was a cool thing to see, I thought. I know for me, calling the game, when I saw that dunk, I couldn't help but nearly jump out of our booth. That was such a great dunk. Yeah, it was It was crazy, honestly. I didn't hear cheering. I heard, like, a stunned silence <laughs> after that. Um, but, wow, that, that was amazing. And uh, just looking at a little bit of some stuff our team did, four players in double digits sharing the ball. Um, I think it was 18 assists and only 13 turnovers, and that's been something that head coach Brandon Renta said he's been wanting to work on is not turning the ball over. Um, but, I mean, I just got to be honest with you guys. This was the toilet bowl. The, the toilet bowl is the two bottom teams in the GNAC. And, yes, it's exciting to end your six-game losing streak, but I would also say that we got a little lucky to have to play Fairbanks when we did because we needed to get out of the hole. Yeah, well, I mean – I don't know. Like you knew what was going to happen this year though. You it's a transition year. You don't have really anyone coming back. I mean, you yeah. have Lad and Montoya and Lad doesn't play a whole lot right now. No. So, it's it's really a whole new crew with a whole new coach that are learning how to play in the GNAC. And they're going to do it. And they're going to be just fine. There's a reason Rinta was hired. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to win. He's a winner. He's won here before as a player. Yeah. So it's just going to take some time. Yes, it was the toilet bowl, but in two or three years with the superior coaching that I think we have as well as Fairbanks has, yes. maybe I was just about to say it's that. not the toilet bowl in two or three years. Yeah. Maybe this is for not necessarily a GNAC title, but this is a huge game going towards the playoffs in the GNAC. just about to say that. Just when Brandon Renta comes in, Sparling goes to Fairbanks. And, man, if we had a rivalry kind of start to grow with Fairbanks as they got better while we get better, and you got Renta versus Sparling twice a year, every year, man, that would be fun to watch. How, the uh, Padawan the, versus the, the Master. Same thing, the same thing's kind of happening for them. They have three out of their top five scorers out right now, and that's mm -hmm. kind you can kind of look uh, – at CWU and say, yeah, Naeem Ladd was out for a majority of the season due to the injury from last year. And then same thing, you know, 
He uh, Sparling came in a little late and couldn't recruit for this season. Rinta, I don't think he could even recruit at all for this season. I yeah, I think maybe most a, of the guys are. Bit, but uh, he, I don't know how much he did. Yeah, to be honest, I don't, basketball's weird. I don't know so how. So you works. let these guys start building their brand and what they want on the on their team, and I think in the next three or four years, like you said, Will Fairbanks and Central Washington will be near the top of the GNAC. Uh, looking at women's basketball, they are fourteen and seven overall in the season, nine and five in conference play after uh, back-to-back wins this week, uh, excuse me, last week, Thursday and Saturday. They were at Seattle Pacific on Thursday, and they won that game 74-56 in that I-90 rivalry. And then they traveled to Lacey, Washington in the snow. They had to move the Saturday 7 o'clock game to 2 o'clock, and they beat St. Martin's 84-62. to They are at Montana State University Billings um, this Saturday. Ooh. And yeah, I don't know where they're at in the standings, but I think they're still in the playoffs. They place, I believe. Uh, I actually think they're fourth. Last so yeah, time I the, last time I looked, it was like them and Simon Fraser. They're like a game out. They're gonna go to the playoffs. I yeah. think that's all but wrapped up. Mm-hmm. The question is, is what spot and who will they have to play? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited. I think this is the first time since I've been here that the girls have been in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So. And that game against Saint, cool. that game against St. Martin's in Lacey on uh, last Saturday, very similar to the men's game last night. They had five players all in double digits: Sadie Mensing, Alexis Pana, Taylor Shaw, Cassidy Malcolm, and Kaylee Flores. Uh, outside of that, you know, you got Cassidy Malcolm with nine rebounds, so she was one rebound away from a double double. Uh, really good game for her. And then, uh, you know, they shot fifty-seven percent from the field, so they're doing they're doing quite well, I would say. What I noticed about this this Lady Cats team is they they when they're hot they're spot on but when they aren't they they aren't showing it but it all depends on whether you can show up when it matters the most and if this wildcat if these Lady Wildcats can get hot come postseason time look out because yeah. this team can make some damage in the GNAC playoffs for sure when I look at this team I think of the front five and they seem to always score close to double digits if not always in double digits this isn't the first like five girl game where they've had double digit scores so to me when I look at what's going to be the difference is how can that bench play who are going to be your key players that come off the bench is it going to be Bria Pia Kanan or Aliyah Pana or you know X here Jonay Richardson exactly who of those players are going to step up and be huge and key players when it's in GNAC tournament time because that's going to be the difference between beating a team like an NNU or a Simon Fraser mm-hmm. and being back here golfing with me and Austin on Saturdays. Yeah, and we're getting the standings now. Central Washington is in fourth by a game over Western. Booyah! We're at 9-5, and five. Western's at 8-7, and seven. and then they take top six and six places, six and nine, Concordia, a three-way tie between uh, Concordia, Montana State Billings, and Seattle Pacific. So I'm thinking we've all but yeah, wrapped that up just because that we will guaranteed get that six seed if it, if it does come to that. Um, but uh, looking at the standings a little bit more, is there a possibility of moving up? You got Simon Fraser right above us at 11 and four. So, yes, there is a possibility of moving up. The top two seeds are already in Anchorage and Northwest Nazarene are both 14 and one in conference. That's going to be the one or the two seed for those teams. And then Central Washington will file out probably three, four or five. Coming, coming into the playoffs. And like you said, Will, those points off the bench <clears throat> against St. Martin's, 24 points off the bench, held St. Martin's bench to only four bench points. And it's that's, huge. That's a, big, that's a big game for them. 
100 percent it it really does come down to how well can your bench do and ne- not necessarily scoring points we don't need someone like Joni richardson to go out and score 15 but if she can drop you know get five points four or five assists a couple rebounds and then hold her counterpart on the other team to maybe only a bucket, maybe an assist or two. Mm-hmm. That's a that goes a long way too. You don't have to score fifty points from your bench, but if you hold the other team to four and you guys score twenty, that's perfect. That's all you need. Yep. All right, let's move into the last part of the podcast for this week with our three big questions. All right, guys, question number one. What is the more mental sport, golf or tennis? I think it, this was a question on what's the better retirement sport. Yeah, someone, tennis, someone's someone really pushing really golf or tennis. Someone's really pushing for tennis to be the old folk <laughs> yeah. sport. Whoa, whoa, he wants whoa. it to be the someone retired. Someone really wants me- people the to more play mental. <laughs> I'm just going to say golf because I said golf was the better retirement sport, so now I'm going to say it's no, the more mental sport. No. And uh, he's gonna, I know he's going to say tennis. He's a tennis player. Yeah, see, I've never really played tennis. And when I, I mean, the times I've played like pickleball, which is like similar, I guess, probably. Yeah, sure. I don't really think about it. You just like hit ball, run over to the yeah. other ball, hit ball. Tennis is so yeah. quick. Like, You're, yeah, it's, it's mental. It's, re- it's reaction is but, more of what it is. But you watch Tiger Woods drink, yeah. drain a 40-foot putt, and he was thinking about it for 10 minutes before he putted. Yeah, he's thinking about angles. Yeah. He's looking at how the green is going. He's looking at texture, Every possible shot obstacles. wind, you know, club. Power, everything goes yeah. into every shot, and it oh. and it changes with. I'm mentally are you exhausted on a when I get done with a round, and I'm not even a pro. Yeah, I. To me, tennis is more reaction time, and it's more like quick on your feet. You're not really thinking; you're just going. Yeah, and no, so I no, feel like no, therefore no. golf is more mental. The but. mental aspect of tennis is this: it's you and your opponent. Why? Because you, the momentum is one doubles? of the most critical components of tennis. I know from personal experience, I've played matches where I played opponents that were clearly more fundamentally sound than I was and had a better game, could serve better, hit better ground strokes, you name it. But the one aspect that I had over them was playing off the, the momentum and beating them mentally. When I was, when I'm losing in a match, I tend to, to play out the match so that the match goes longer and, and have longer breaks in between points so that my opponent, when they have a large lead, they would they would believe that they have a huge lead and, and their opponent can't come back. But when you start winning a lot, then you're playing off the momentum and making the, the pace go quick. That way your opponent doesn't realize that you're their lead is starting to diminish very quickly, and then pretty soon you wind up the, the victor. That's the mental aspect of tennis. That's why tennis is more mental, not only because of where you hit the ball and where your opponent is and trying to hit an effective shot, but you have to play off the momentum. That's why tennis is more mental than golf, because it's not only you that has to be mentally sound, but also your opponent and, and how you play against them. So it's all those components all wrapped up. That's why tennis is more mental than golf. You guys see my point? What? Gosh, <laughs> I see. I see a point. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Like, you know, it's mental, like you against but them. I, but I still believe that tennis is just a little more on the instinct. How much you've trained? Yes. Instead of mental on the spot thinking. No. Yeah, no. it's not like. Whereas golf is, you can play golf your whole life, but if you're not mentally in it, yeah, you're not you're not gonna do good. Well, and it's like it's not an attack on tennis. No. Like, you don't. Inst- 
at least I feel, you don't instinctually go out and be good at golf. Whereas like in tennis, if you're quick and you can hit, you know, the ball hard and you have good instincts about where to place it, you can be kind of like groomed into it. Like when you're mentally not there, you can tell the difference between Phil Mickelson mentally there on the golf course and not mentally there. And maybe it's just because I'm like, I don't know enough tennis and I don't really watch it that I can't tell the difference. Like to me, it always seems like Roger Federer is dialed in and he's just going off an instinct. Like this guy likes to hit it left and high. So I'm going to stay back here or I might come up to the net and volley. It just, to me, I feel like it's more instinctual. When I see top 10 tennis players play, you could tell where their mental game is at because you know when they're on their game and when they aren't. There are some players that have all the best talent in the world, but when they're mentally frazzled, even I could go out there and beat them at this level right now because their mental stage is completely out of sorts and they have no will to play. And since my mental game is more dialed in, I can beat these guys. That's kind of interesting. We had someone say that LeBron played with a bunch of Cirque players and Danny's saying he could win the Wimbledon. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next question. This is a fun one. Uh, Food and drink that should be named after an athlete. For example, lemonade and tea, half and half, is an Arnold Palmer. You guys got anything for that? Well, I'm going to have a John Daly after this. (laughs) 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 And uh, I don't know. Um, Like, if you made some kind of, like, so you know how they have like Snickers drinks, you know, like not like drinks, but like milkshake type deals. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you should make like milkshakes with Skittles be called the Marshawn Lynch. Okay, I've had a Red Bull with like three different fruit flavors, and, like a and little then Skittle. Skittles dropped into it. That to, could like, be like dissolve. a Marshawn Lynch. That's a Marshawn Lynch to me. Yeah. See, something with Skittles though. Yeah. It has to be like a drink or a drink yeah. that he liked. Like if you found a drink that he liked and mixed it with Skittles. Like Skittle tasting, you don't like crush up the Skittles in there. Why not? You, there were real Skittles in my Red Bull drink. Really? Yeah, real Skittles. Like just poured them in there, and then they would dissolve. And into the dissolve, and it would kind of like an Alka Seltzer. Kind of, yeah. That's interesting. And they called okay. it. They called it Beast Mode. I got it from uh, a coffee place one time. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, no, I'm game then. I'm yeah. down for that. Hold I on. think Marshawn Lynch should have something named after him with Skittles. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. How about this? There's someone that comes out of the scene, out of nowhere, and he's just destroying your fantasy team because uh, because you could not pick him up, and he's just so oh, good. Go. James so, Conner? No, James no, Conner? no, not James Conner. What? And you could not pick up this guy for fantasy football, the in, and you had to pay the price the entire season, and he has his favorite meal. And this is what it should be named after. It should be named after him. It should be mac and cheese with ketchup. That's right. Patrick Mahomes. The Mahomes macaroni and cheese. The Mahomes macaroni and cheese. Mahomes and cheese. That's right. Mahomes and cheese. Mahomes and cheese. It's just mac and cheese with ketchup. Ketchup. That sounds scrum dilly nauseous. That sounds gross. Yeah. Like, I'm game for hot sauce, but I don't know how he does that. Mac yeah. and cheese with ketchup. I've had it like or, once. It's I wonder. I wonder if he's like a ketchup with his mac and cheese guy, or if it's no. like a little light drizzle. Drizzled in. It's a light a drizzle. Little. Yeah. It's I have the same you would do with kay. hot sauce. Not to totally you like dip your mac. You wouldn't take a spoon of mac and cheese, dip it in your hot. Clearly, sauce. you haven't eaten mac and cheese okay, with me. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> but um, it's interesting that you say that, just because this is gonna take us off on a tangent, and I'm sorry. That's okay. But my roommate puts hot sauce on popcorn. 
Like like hot wing, like it. buffalo yeah. hot wing sauce. I could see okay. it. It's okay. not bad, but it's weird. It's a hundred percent weird. Yeah, I've had like hot sauce on chips and stuff. I think that's like a Latin American thing. Really? Yeah. Well, well, well like you making like a nacho? No, like chips with like salt and pepper on them, and then like hot sauce just drizzled onto them. That's interesting. Like you yeah. are a chip guy, so it doesn't make it makes sense to me that you're <laughs> the one who knew how to test this out. I see you at the parties. <laughs> I know what you do. I am a chip guy, honestly. So, yeah, honestly, that's interesting. If I'm, I'm going to a party, I have to have a bag of Cheetos. I might try that. Would you ever eat Cheetos with, like, hot sauce? I don't know if I'd do. Here's the That'd thing. Be flaming hot. It Nice. <laughs> nice. I, I appreciate that one. Yes. Um, if anyone was going to try it, dude, like, obviously it's me. <laughs> like, I ate dirt multiple that's times. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, multiple times. It's happened and again. It, and it's going to get us an IBS award. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I right. might win an award for I, eating I dirt. Have, I have one. They Kay. should, you know the Seattle hot dog? It's uh, grilled, oh, yeah, 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 cream yeah. cheese, and um, sautéed onions on top. Okay. It should not be called the Seattle dog. It should be called the Edgar dog because Edgar's uh, now a Hall of Famer. And I think. Does he like that type of food, though? He's Hispanic? Who cares? Honestly. Does Hispanic mean that he has to like that hot dog flavor, Danny? No. Well, okay. You <laughs> I'll speak for him. You can stop talking. You got just, me in a corner. No. <laughs> no. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Uh, but just rename the Seattle dog cause. the Edgar dog. Um, you know, we have- I can get behind that. We have Dave Niehaus, Griffey, and Edgar in the Hall of Fame for the Mariners now. And I mean, you think baseball when you think of a hot dog. You know, you're not going to name it after a Seahawks legend. Uh, you can name something else after a Seahawks legend, but- Mm. Hot dogs, and you you know everyone goes to Safeco for the game, and they want a Seattle dog, and I just think it should be called an Edgar dog because, well, you you could say like why not name it a Griffey dog? He was the first Mariners player Hall of Famer, but he did, I, wasn't here he long wasn't enough. Here his whole yes. career, that whole mantra around him. Edgar is the like epitome of Seattle baseball. Yes, rename the Seattle dog the Edgar dog, and I have one more uh, baseball one. I'm looking at this drink now. It's called the Bronx. Um, it's gin, vermouth, and orange juice. And I would throw a little fireball in there and call it the Araldus Chapman. Oh, just because oh. you know New York, so a, he throws out yeah, and a fireball makes it. Ah. Yeah. So that that's, I appreciate that's that. my food and drink. I appreciate that one. I have a. Can I go off of the script and ask you guys a question? Yeah. No. It's a podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, here's my question, guys. This will be our last question for the three big questions. Yeah. But it's on my mind for so long. I've wrestled with this question growing up. And I still can't find an answer. Maybe you guys can help decide it for me. You ready, guys? Yeah. Is, sure. Is, is eSports a sport? Yes. You're going to start a fight. <laughs> you came in here looking to start a fight. That's what you're trying to do right now. I'm just I'm just an innocent you're Don young King. freshman. You're Don King. I'm an innocent no, freshman. No, it's not a sport. Coming here to have a question answered. No, it's not. I recognize myself. As an athlete, I've played golf with you. I think you're athletic, and not because I play golf with you. Do not say because you. Not play because Smash Bros. we might play catch with a baseball every once. Do in a while not or say football. because you play Smash Bros. Not because we go hoop love in the Cirque. It's because, dude, no. It's because I go home and I practice for a couple hours, pretty much every day at this you don't point. Practice? It's not practice. It's we playing. have two practices. Okay. You, you're on For a team. For those of you that don't know, Cajal Lang and Ian Collins also are 
workers slash volunteers here at the radio station, and we are on an official esports team where we go home and practice. Team Carpool Tunnel. We go home and practice <laughs> every day, every day for a couple hours. We might miss a couple days here and there, but we go home and play Smite, which is a game much like League of Legends. And speaking of League of Legends, how can you say that something is under the category of esports makes as much money as some minor league teams in baseball and has players in it, competitors, that practice just as much as athletes, and you can't call it a sport. What is your problem? It's not my problem. You're just being naive. No, I'm not being naive. It's it's not a sport. It's a competition. There's nothing wrong with you going in every day and doing that. Like, you would kick my butt in smite 100%. You are much better at me in that game. You are much better than me in most video games. I would well probably all actually. I played with you and lost a lot. Maybe. Um and so when I look at it, it's not like I have no ill will towards it. I it's not that I don't I don't think it's hard. It's not that I don't think you put in a lot of work. I'm not naive to what you do. I don't just think you show up and you're just really good at it. I just don't think it's a sport. For me to be classified as a sport, you have to be doing something physical in it. There has to be certain parameters. And it doesn't fit that. It's it's a competition. And congratulations, you can make money off it. You can be like Ninja. And that's what he earns. That's his life savings. He's made more money than me in the last month than I ever have mm-hmm. in my whole life. Yeah. But he's still a competitor. He's not a sports Now, you say there's no player. physical activity. And most people that argue on my side would say, oh, yes, there is some physical activity moving your thumbs the th- on the controller. I'm not, not a, one of those. I was going to say that's not enough. I'm not one of those. That's not enough for me. Here's the kind of argument i make to counter that one okay there is activity inside of the game that you're playing and you are the puppet that controls it so they have these you know like professional madden tournaments every year and no the player playing isn't a football player but they are the master hand that controls the football players on the field all right so I have, and there is physical activity within the video game. No, the video game is doing the physical activity. I have the definition on Google of what a sport is. Okay, right here. Are you okay. ready? It is an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment. And I agree. There with, is skill. I agree with that. I definition. do not there agree is one with physical part, exertion. There's one part of the definition. That yes, you can look up the definition of sport on Google. Thanks, Danny. And Google <laughs> and Google needs to change the definition of a sport. No, they need to add one word to the definition. And here I will read exactly what you just read, but add two words, and it will change your definition and my definition of a sport forever, which I think should happen. An activity involving physical or mental exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment. We just got done talking about tennis being a mental sport. Esports are mental But there's still a – but that's the thing. There's physical activity with tennis. Danny doesn't sit out on the court and go, hit the ball back. And then, like, he mines his racket to hit the ball back. Like, he he moves, you know. So if there's physical activity – what if there's physical activity within a video game? You would call it a sport? I mean, is we golf a sport? No, you're moving. No, it's not. You move your arms. It's not a sport. Come on, dude. You're smarter than this. No, I'm not going to go down that. It's a competition. I'm not not on that side. I'm just saying, why isn't it called e-competitions then? Because it's called e-sports. Esports sounds cooler. 
It's not e-competitions. It should be. It should it's be called e-comps. It should be called e-comps. Because crowds, commentators, players, yes, judges, judges, they all treat it as a sport, as they should. No, it's a competition. It's a competition that takes mental skill. Sports are competitions, yes. too. Yes, but there are different this definitions. Is a square, There's physical this is a, exertion. This is a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't a square argument. Yes. Sports are a competition, and you think competitions aren't sports necessarily. Yes. Oh, come yes. on. So it's like, so here's how I think of it. There's sports competitions, and then there's competitions. <laughs> like, that doesn't make one better than the other. They're on the same pedestal, right? There's nothing that makes, like, you know, playing football, basketball, baseball doesn't make you better or worse than someone who plays an eSport or one of the other uh, competitions that I won't say because I'll get in a lot of trouble with people <laughs> hating on me, a.k.a. horse racing. But <laughs> um, it's not a sport. Horse racing isn't a sport? Not for the jockey. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. It is for the horse. Oh, my Lord. It's like seeing NASCAR's why, a sport. Why NASCAR's does a jockey sport. have to be under five feet tall and, like, less than 90 pounds then? Because they the have sp- to keep their bodies in sizes. exquisite shape. It's I'm not saying they don't. It's sizest. Sizest? <laughs> yes. Like sexist with sizest? Yes. 100%. You're telling me that if you hopped on a horse right now and trained for two years, I couldn't you do could it. win. No. Okay, so then you're not an athlete set out for horse racing. Of course not. I'm not built for horse racing. Okay. But it's a competition. You're not built for anything other than football. No. Maybe strongest <laughs> man. Yeah, also, okay. that's a competition. You could be that's a wrestler. A comp- that's a competition. Yeah, okay. I would consider wrestling. I could wrestle. Like, not WWE. Well, I could WWE, but that's different. <laughs> like, re- like Greco-Greek-Roman wrestling. Yeah. Like, I would consider that a sport. Okay. Yeah. But the horse racing, that's just... Just stay away from that one, this, bud. I know. I'm, I'm going to really rough. anger some it's horse... It's a little rough on the, on the argument here that I'm gonna, you're trying to make. I'm just saying, for me, for it to classify as a sport, there's an eye test to it. And... Like, it's not an offense. It's just different. The it's eye, a competition. The eye test is evolving and changing because and of video I games. And I refuse to change. Because of video games. I don't, I, that's the thing. I don't think it's a sport. It's a competition. It can be a job. It can be a lifestyle. It can be all these things. But to me, it's just, it's not a sport. It's not an attack. I'm not saying that sports are better than competitions or vice versa. I'm just saying that to me, it's not a sport. And, like, it's cool. Guys are getting scholarships now for it. You go to Marquette. You can go on a a video game scholarship, which, good for you, whatever. It's not a sport, though. It's something else. Here's my question. Yes or no? Chess is a sport. No. No. Yes, dude. What do they do? It's not physical. You... It takes the don't same tell amount. Me, don't tell me that moving the pawn from R2 to R4. It takes the R4, same amount of mental. Do not tell me mental, that. Not physical. It takes the same amount of That's mental exertion. Sports are that physical. That other sports take. But sports are physical. The definition physical of sport, exertion. The definition of sport is or already has changed. It has not. According to Google, it has to have physical exertion. Google is You cannot tell me that physical exertion is taking the bishop and dragging it diagonally to get someone's queen. You tell that to the chess world champion. I will, and he'll bow down to me because I'm much bigger than him. 
right. Well, that's that's our Goodness daily gracious. argument on. I know it's like the sport. one thing we disagree on. Yeah. Can you think of anything else that we like genuinely like fight about when we disagree? Because I think that's it. No. That's a hundred percent. That's the yeah. only thing from taking this relationship to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough for this week's podcast. Will Ortner, Danny DeBach, Austin Lane. We'll catch you guys next week here on the Austin Danny Will Show. Thank you for all, as always, for uh, tuning in.